Okay, welcome to Chicago Creators. We're here talking to Despina Paphrolides of the band Tiny Country. Welcome, Despina. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure. Hey, I, uh, I know you originally as a bassist from way back in the day. I mean, not very far back in the day. I go farther back in the day than you do. But uh, <laughs> you don't play bass in Tiny Country. What do you, uh, give us an overview of the band. What do you play and what kind of music is it and, and, and who plays what? So I play acoustic guitar and sing. Chris mm -hmm. Grant plays guitar like Telecaster and fiddle. Mm -hmm. um, Jarrett Hicks plays drums and percussion. And Kim Shea plays the bass, the upright bass. Oh, wow. Okay, great. And how long have you guys been playing together? Well, together? us four. Uh -huh. So us four have been playing for about a full year. Um, Chris and I go way back to the days when I was playing bass. Um, he and I played in a couple different country bands. Yeah, when those fizzled, we decided to bring off to Tiny Country on our own as a duet. And that was six years ago. And then we added Kim, the bass player, um, about four years ago. Okay. And just added Jarrett this past year, kind of right before um, the end of the year last year. Okay. And was that because you, you were going to go in the studio at all, or that was just a natural progression that was happening? or? It was just uh, perfect timing, really. I was looking for a drummer to hire for the studio track uh -huh. and additionally looking for a bandmate. Uh -huh. um, not really thinking that uh, any drummer we added would be ready to record the studio track with us, but right. he just came right on board and it's awesome and laid down all the tracks like literally in one day. Perfect. Wow, that's that's fantastic. And so now you've recorded yeah. an album. You've recorded an album, and you've gone in the studio. And, and what's the name of the album? It's 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 just a self-titled album. There is no title to it. Right. It is self-titled. I guess I'd call it Tiny Country 2020. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> what can I say about the year? There's nothing to say about the year. But I'm glad that the album happened. <laughs> if that year had to happen, I'm glad that the album happened in the year then. And so yeah. what? Uh, the studio. This was your first time in the studio, or just as a band, or had you worked in the studio before? Or? Uh, I. I did some studio recording with my all-female bluegrass group called Box Crossing. We did a debut album two years ago. Okay. And so that was my first real studio experience. And okay. so going back in with my own band was really easy. I see. Okay. And that's why I'm realizing now I didn't... This was a surprise to me. This was your debut album. I think I was kind of blending it in with that project, too. Okay. I get it. And so, yeah. the, and so the process in the studio, you enjoy that? Is that an enjoyable process to you, or is it a, a chore, or how does that work? So we recorded with John Griffin Audio Media, and he makes it really easy. Okay. Um, He's your so producer, have, or what role does he play? Uh, he records and mixes uh -huh. and gives us advice. Uh -huh. I mean, I would say it's self-produced it's self okay. in that we, we did what we wanted, yep. but also he's our guidance and... I value his opinion, so uh -huh. I guess we work together. work together. I tried to call him producer, but he said, no, you're producing it to <laughs> <Wow>. me. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. That's great. Well, but at least he's your engineer. At the, at the very least, he's your engineer, though. He's yes. pressing the buttons and, he, and placing the microphones and doing things like that. Oh, yes, and he's, so, he's very skilled at that and literally just makes it really easy. Mm -hmm. It's like we show up and we play, and he captures it uh -huh. and then puts it all together. Uh-huh. And who, who writes the songs? you write all the songs or most of the songs? or? So, yeah, all the songs on this album are originals of mine. Um, and some of them are fairly old songs that I'd say I maybe wrote eight years ago. Uh -huh. um, and then 
throughout up until now there was a maybe one or two like new songs as of a year or two old okay but it's kind of a culmination of songs i've written so far great and had you uh recorded the songs before or played them out previously years ago or they were just songs you had written and, and kind of left there a few of them i had played out and one of them did record with fox crossing okay great but it's different on the tiny country album it's definitely more country and less the bluegrass uh-huh. and then how what is your role in the band in terms of uh what, when you're recording if there do you do you accept ideas from other people or how do you make the decisions in terms of like arrangements with the other instruments oh yeah um pretty like we're easy going so i'll I'll, like make i'll come up with an idea and if somebody has an idea that could make it better Uh we're just like yeah let's do it Uh um whatever works but it's yeah yeah, exactly It's, it's usually chris coming up with like little guitar parts or um just different things to tie it all together or like i'll come with two ideas like i've got a verse and i've got a bridge but how do we string it together to make it flow and we'll work on stuff like that together mm-hmm. great and chris again is the the lead guitarist yeah uh-huh he's a fantastic player i took a you know i made sure to listen to some of the stuff and uh he, he's fantastic we, i think i have a little clip is it okay if i play just a small clip of the music right now yeah totally all right here we go let's see hopefully this works if i press this button and everything works as it's supposed to <laughs> know what you're getting into till you're rolling out speed deep in it run girl i don't blame you oh he has been cheap talking you for years and far from what he says and means that i would have told you had you meant an ear Dustin, that's really fantastic. Thanks. Uh, it sounded fuzzy. It sounded. It sounded what? Say, say it again. It sounded a little, a bit fuzzy to me. Oh, did it really? Oh, it okay, well. Better on your end. Oh, yeah, it sounds okay here. So hopefully it'll all, you know, you know I'll clear out uh, in in our massive post production department we have here. So, uh, and oh, so okay. you're you're pleased with the results? You're happy with the way that sounds? I would imagine. Uh huh. And was there anything that stood out that you were not happy with? That's frustrating to you in terms of the recording process or the way it turns out at all? Or uh, I just, in hindsight, wish we'd had a bigger budget to really hire somebody super professional to do all the mixing. Right. Somebody um, just really, a, you know, professional. We mixed it ourselves and wow. our first album. Wow. Um, we did. Yeah. So ha- had. Had we had a bigger budget, I would have sent it out to uh-huh. somebody who maybe has never even heard the band before and right. let them put it together the way that it would sound best say on the radio. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I understand that. Uh, I got to tell you, from a listener's point of view, you, you don't hear that at all. I think you did a fantastic job mixing it. You know, I I play music too, of course, and I've I do recording when I 
do a serious studio recording, I absolutely let someone else mix it because I'm so afraid I'll second guess myself because there is such a wide range of possibilities and I really don't have the experience or confidence to narrow them down to the to an acceptable that a format that I know everyone's going to enjoy that that makes sense to people and so that you guys had the courage to do that and then it turned out that way congratulations because it really sounds fantastic and you should know that it sounds you know it's it's comparable to a, a professionally mixed album I would hear it and think it was so fantastic job oh. well thank you I mean we we say when I say we mixed it it was me Chris and John the majority and you know awesome oh uh-huh, yeah sure guys. oh yeah, yeah awesome. so he helped us also. I would send him the tracks and he would just tell me, hey, this is too loud. You know, this is, sounds bloody, fix it. Right. Um, yeah, he's, he's so got a fantastic ear, really. So if you had him on the team, then yeah, yeah he, they, they, that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And so now what happens with the album uh, in, in terms of marketing it and selling it? Do you have a plan or is it just kind of uh, grassroots and see what happens or how, how strategized are you? I don't have a plan other than going around telling people about it right. and, uh, you know, getting on these cool podcasts and shows and yes. talking about it, yep. <laughs> hoping that, people will look it up and share it. Yep. That's it. That, find out what the plan is as you go. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to do it because how, how else are you going to learn? Yeah. Ultimately, my plan was to play a bunch of shows and <laughs> sell copies of the disc. Uh, <laughs> maybe next year. So yeah, there, there, there's no gigs us now, uh, no gigs right now. But tell us 2021. I, I mean, are, with vaccines are uncertain and everything. But are you planning on going out doing some outdoor shows, or do you have anything in mind? Or oh yeah, I uh, I'll take any gig that comes our way. We played a few over this past summer up at Mackey's Hideout. Um, he did limited capacity outdoor, socially yeah. distanced, but yeah. still really great events. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll do some more of that type of thing. Yep. And um, I mean, I'll take any gig that comes my way, provided it's in an adequately ventilated space. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so this is, uh, are you bluegrass? Are you country? What is, you know, I, I don't really have a rich understanding of, of the differences. What is the difference between bluegrass and country and, and how steeped are you in each of them? And, and tell me a little bit about that if you can. <laughs> well, I guess Chris calls it medium up folk. Oh, okay. So I'd, <laughs> I'd say it's a little bit of everything. It is country. It is bluegrass. It is folk. Um, I think there's, I would even call one of the songs on there rock. Uh-huh. Um, our, our like playlist when we're playing gigs covers a lot of ground from classical pieces to traditional country songs like Dolly Parton songs. Wow. Um, I'm really inspired by, uh, like some of the old country singers, Loretta Lynn, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So when I pick covers, it's like old country stuff. Yes, right. Um, and when I pick bluegrass covers, a lot of it's new. Um, like Dale Ann Bradley, I like her stuff a lot. Okay. Blue- bluegrass seems to be growing in popularity. Is that still happening in the last 10 or 20 years? Or am I just becoming more aware of that? Or, or where is bluegrass going these days? I think it's definitely gaining popularity because of people like Billy String, Green Sky Bluegrass, uh, Sergio Simpson, yep. who are are just more of a mainstream. They're awesome with their instruments, and they don't have the annoying, like, twangy, nasally voices or fake country accents, which drives a lot of people off from bluegrass. Right. Yes, right. 
And I think you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. I, it hadn't occurred to me. I think bluegrass may just be about to become mainstream. Mainstream, I don't want to say pop music, but the mainstream popular music that isn't niche anymore. You know, it's more everywhere. I, I yeah, certainly hear so much more of it and so many people I run into who, who like it and so, so many more shows that are being played of it. So, and, and you, yeah. uh, you grew up listening to country music or where did you get appreciation of country music from? I feel I grew up listening mostly to the Grateful Dead from my mom okay. and they covered a lot of country and bluegrass songs. Right. And that anything else I listened to from like my dad's side was weird ethnic music, Greek music, um, <laughs> I've always had a love for unique sounding instruments. Uh huh. And that's probably where that sprang from. Okay. And, and then any correlation that you find between Greek ethnic music and uh, and country music at all? Is it does it parallel or? Uh, maybe not so much country, but the bluegrass. Because if you've ever watched like a Greek Suzuki player, uh, yes, sure Suzuki, have. Right. Yeah, they're fairly similar in style to mandolin playing. Uh huh. Very fast. Very. Nice. What, what kind of music, what other kinds of music did you listen to growing up, and what kind of other music do you listen to now? Uh, I think growing up I went through every single phase. The first music I ever bought for myself on cassette in 1998 was Sublime's Secondhand uh, Smoke uh -huh. and Criss Cross or okay. <laughs> something like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think from there I cycled through every uh, phase, like, you know, first concert with Corn and Rob Zombie. Wow. And, uh, well, that's if you're counting big concerts. Of course, we went to punk rock shows at the local DFWs. Yep. <laughs> and then after, that was probably like high school, you know, my punk rock metal phase. Uh -huh. After that, um, I met all those people that uh, started the jam band. You know, we called it Sweetwater Meltdown. And right. they listened to a lot of Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia band, uh, even some old, I guess I'd call it country, like Coco, New Riders of the Purple Sage, uh -huh, sure. stuff like that. It's sure. always had my interest because the harmonies are so good. Uh huh. And anything, and, anything new you're listening to now? Anything that's jumped out at you recently that's that's new or that you just discovered? I'm a little bit obsessed with a band called Yarn. Okay. Uh, I'm not familiar. Oh, so, so what what kind of music? At that. That I would call country, okay, but great. like very light, very easy listening. Great, well, uh, and just the harmonies are so good, and the songwriting is so good. Wow, great! Ho hopefully, we just spike their Google searches, and, and they're just to, to get a massive surge of popularity <laughs> off of uh, our mentioning. Yes, them, so. they deserve it. We we are the power brokers here, Desperna. So uh, <laughs> I knew it. Th they owe you now. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Short-term plans for five, uh, back in the studio at all, or just do do shows and, and market the album, or what are the short-term plans for the band? Uh, I would love to. I have a single that I'd love to get back in the studio and record uh, called "Good News." Okay. Which I think it's very appropriate for the time. Okay. So if we we can sell enough albums to get a little bit of a budget to get back in the studio, I'd love to. Yeah. But. This year, our, all our shows got wiped out, and that was going to be our production budget for something new. Mm -hmm. uh, but without really having gigs, it's all a little bit on hold. 
Right. Yeah. Sure. Everything is on hold for sure. And is that? Uh, do you have more songs than that? Uh, or do you have like a surplus of songs? Or if you went back in, you'd have to write more songs past that single? Or oh, I have a bunch of songs. I could definitely put out another album's worth of original songs. Yeah. Uh, and but I do think I'd put a maybe a a cover or two, something popular, because of how a lot of the music is released now online, and it's not really about playing shows or right. selling CDs. It's more about getting plays and getting into the algorithm and getting your music seen more by other people and shared more. Right. I would probably do a, a very popular cover. Right, okay. Just to try to get it up at the top of any list. Right, very good. And yeah, algorithms. It's a, it's a, do you have a sense? Are, do you have a strong sense? Are you keeping up with that? Do you know? Do you know the trends? And any tips you can lend out for uh, throw out for algorithms in terms of or, or marketing at all? Or I don't have any tips. I'm just at the point of I'm gonna I'm ready to pay somebody to do it. <laughs> so if it, anybody right. has <laughs> if anybody has the insight, I will pay you to help me get this out there because I just don't have the time between working full time and not being able to play gigs. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, yeah but, but, but best of luck right. to you in that, of course, and, and in everything else, Despin. It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for being here. And, uh, and sharing. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, really a, a pleasure. And um, Okay, so that's it uh, for this time for Chicago Creators. Uh, thanks again to our guest, Despina from Tiny Country. And I'm your host, Kerry Cohn, and we'll see you next time. Uh, or we'll hear you next time, or you'll hear us or whatever it is okay here's some cheesy music uh thanks for being here mm -hmm.